It's the countdown to the Hodag Podcast, a discussion of everything Hodag Country Festival. Now, here's Al Higgins and Mike Mahalik. Hey, happy Hodag. Welcome to episode three of Countdown to the Hodag. Al and Mike with you once again. Hi, Mike. How's it going? Very well, Al. Glad to be here, as usual. Yeah, you know, we're, uh, we're doing episode three. And uh, as you would well imagine, we do record these a little bit ahead of time. Right. Uh, right now, it's not very nice outside, but when this uh, podcast will come out on Wednesday, the 15th, 16th? Something like that. Yeah, it's supposed to be pretty nice. and it's, We could be flirting with 50. Yeah, it's going to be very nice for the upcoming weekend for the pickoff, yep. which is on the 20th of March in Rhinelander. And we'll, we'll touch on that a little bit uh, later, but today we're going to be moving on to uh, the Saturday lineup, Saturday, July 9th, at the upcoming 2022 Hodag Country Festival. Usually the best bang for your buck if you can only go for one day. Exactly. I mean, this is, this is the biggest one. You've got the, uh, all the heavyweights pretty much on here. Yeah, there are five performances scheduled, uh, usually around like one o'clock. Is that when it starts on Saturdays? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Noon on Sundays, but right. one o'clock on Mondays or on Saturdays rather. Um, so let's begin with the, with the person who most likely will be at the top of the, uh, the you know, performance the list, yes. list. <laughs> uh, at one o'clock on, on Saturday afternoon. Her name is Callista Clark. What do we know about Callista Clark? Well, she is, uh, all of 18 years old. Yep. And when you take a look at her pictures online or on her bio, whatnot, I mean, she looks 18 years old. Yeah. And, and now I'm, I'm assuming this is probably, probably the youngest person to come to the whole day. Um, wasn't Scotty McCreary or, or, um, Hunter, Hayes, other, Hunter Hayes. Yeah. He might've been under, he was right around there. He might've been 18 as well. Yep. I know Maddie and Tay were in their upper teens to low twenties. They weren't mm-hmm. legal yet as far as drinking, but of course, Callista Clark isn't anywhere near that, <laughs> that age. True. So um, yeah. She's so another she, one from, uh, from Georgia, by the way. I don't know. It must be a, a big Georgia thing going on because John Party and, uh, Lauren Lynn are both from Georgia. Georgia's a big uh, state for uh, manufacturing country, country music folk, I guess. Yes, huh? yes. Uh, she's a singer and songwriter, has been doing that for years, when she was just little. Yep. Got her <laughs> first record deal at 15. Yeah, even though she's wow. only 18. Yes. Uh, I'm thinking maybe will she follow in the Taylor Swift pattern of cranking out the hits as we go along? Let's what, what's refreshing is a lot of these, especially when they're younger like that, sound of that breathy Taylor Swift-ish type of delivery. She doesn't have that. Yeah. Which is, in it of itself, refreshing. Her uh, first song on the radio is called It's Cause I Am. Mm-hmm. And we're playing that on Hodag Country. Uh, that's the first one from a five-song EP that came out, I think, last year. And it's not a breakup her. song, so there's another thing away from yeah. Taylor. One thing I like about her, too, is that she's, she learned to play the ukulele. Oh. When she was 10 years old. Something I am going to do eventually when I... That's on your have, bucket list? Have time. Learn to play the ukulele. Yeah. Okay. Not a guitar, not a No, I'll work my, work my way up. Or... I think the ukulele is like the beginning thing, isn't yeah. it? You start learning <laughs> yeah. how that goes. By and size, then, yes. Then you graduate to a guitar. She did learn the guitar after after playing the ukulele for a while. Okay. Plus, she's going to be uh, abroad for a while. She is going to spend the rest of this month pretty much in Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, she'll be at uh, C2C in London. And Scotty McCreary apparently is out in Europe now, so she'll be probably opening for him in Germany and the Netherlands. But it's a scary place to be right now. Well, hopefully it's going to be okay for her, and she'll, uh, you know, have fun. Exactly. In uh, in Europe this month, 
back uh, to the States and then uh, coming to the Hodag on Sunday, July 9th. So Callista Clark, looking forward to seeing her mm-hmm. perform. Hope she, hope she gets a good crowd. One o'clock crowd, you know, <laughs> true. not always the biggest, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, next up, Joe D. Messina. She, ha- she is a rock. I mean, she has been here two times before. Yeah. Last time was over a decade ago. So we're, we're overdue for her right now. I have a story about that when we get Uh-oh. to, yeah. Uh, she is from Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah not, again, not a strong. Not a strong state for <laughs> California and Massachusetts. Not necessarily big states, but she uh, apparently realized that when she got to be to the point where she wanted to become, you know, into country music. So she moved to Nashville like everybody else does. Exactly. Um, of course, her bigger tunes, uh, Bye Bye, I'm All Right. Heads, Carol, Heads Carolina, Tales California. That's the way, one of my favorite mm-hmm. Jody Messina songs. Plus, my Give a Damn's Busted. I like that. I like that song, too. Six number ones, by the way, out of that, and a ton of awards over her career. Yeah, so that'll be cool to see her. Uh, her newest song is uh, Reckless Love, came out in 2018, and so I'm sure we'll hear that. Uh, there was a little cancer scare. You remember that? Yes, I remember. Back in, like, 2017, apparently, she had to drop some dates. Mm-hmm. Because of her health and uh, everything was good, though. Um, got back uh, on the on the stage in, in March of 2018. And obviously she's coming to the Hodag this year. So things are going well health-wise for her. That's a good thing to know. I don't think she made it very public as to what, what the situation was. But. She really didn't. I read something somewhere that, uh, uh, and this is going to sound kind of bad, but the, the COVID-19 pandemic was somewhat of a blessing. Because it gave her time to recover, recoup, sure. get her strength back, et cetera. So it was kind of a blessing in disguise. Right. And whether she wants to share it or not, it's really none of our business. So exactly. I'm not going to bring it up. No, so. no, no. Um, but she was here in 2012. And uh, my wife, Kristen, is a big fan of Jody Messina. Uh-oh. And I think she was there either on Saturday or Sunday. So she was available to uh, be there to see her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, we get backstage access. Right. And uh, she was following along with me and stuff. And I think we were watching her from the side of the stage. I don't think we went into the audience, you know, the seats. Mm -hmm. But we watched her. And then, as you know, when the performer is done, they go to the back of the stage. And then in the back, there's this big open space where all the trucks are parked and the buses and everything. And she was going to go back to her, her, her bus. And I think she bumped into Neil McCoy. I think that's the story. So it must have been on Sunday. Well, my wife broke through security (laughs) and she ran over there and she grabbed Jody Messina. (laughs) Of course, Kristen had had a couple of, well, you know, it was a Sunday afternoon Uh at the Hodag. So she had a little liquid courage going on, but she went out there and said hi and stuff. And Jody Messina was what? Okay. Hi. (laughs) You know, (laughs) so Kristen got to meet Jody Messina up close and personal, which was kind of literally. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm sure she'll be just as excited to see her this year in 2022. All right, moving on. We got Clay Walker coming up. Uh, he is another uh, uh, newbie for a guy that's been around as long as he's been. I'm surprised it's taken him this long to uh, to get here on their radar over here. Yeah, I, I was searching in the history section of the uh, website, hodag.com. Great mm-hmm. place to go for everything hodag online. And uh, no, I, yeah, he wasn't there. He was. This is his first time. Yep. He's been active uh, since the early to mid nineties. Basically, yeah, he's, been a, he's been a product of the nineties. I mean, in yeah. that whole time span, he's got six number ones behind his name, and these are things. If if you look at the titles, you may not recognize them, but when you hear them, right, they immediately come back to you. You will know it's a Clay Walker, yeah, song. 
And it, you know, it started off with what's it to you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think his latest one that I remember for uh, a while back. Oh, what's it called? Something about mama. Oh, oh yeah. You I got me on the spot here. Now. I know. I, I, I didn't write this one down, but she, he's also got live until you die. What's it to you? I got that twice in there. <laughs> That's it's that good. If I can make a living, the chain of love, she won't be lonely long. And uh, he's got a new one called "Catching Up with an Old Memory" from an album called "Texas to Tennessee." So we'll hear from him, uh, you know, with that particular album. Uh, he's got that George Straitish sort of oh good t- tight jeans and a uh, cowboy hat yep. and a rugged looking face and the whole thing and. Uh, back then, when in the in the '90s, he was comparable to uh, guys like Mark Chestnut and Tracy Bird. Exactly. In that, it's, uh, I mean, it's it's the more you know throwback type of approach. Yeah, and he's got a cult following. I mean, mm-hmm. I've talked to a number of people up here that really uh, he's one of the main reasons they're coming to the show on Saturday, and that's to see him. Cool. And uh, he also has had health issues, uh, diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. <laughs> Sclerosis. I'll let you say that. Multiple sclerosis. There you go. Back in uh, 1996. Mm-hmm. But he got medicated properly, got the right uh, treatment, and it's all under control. And even uh, has a nonprofit organization called Band Against MS. Which is doing very well, and uh, props to him for taking that on. Yeah. And he's got a lot of kids. You know Does that? he? Yes. No, I did not know that. Yes. Uh, currently touring with Tracy Lawrence. Uh, so that'll be done later in the year, and then he'll be... Heading to all the different county fairs and other places and mm-hmm. the Hodag Country Festival on the 9th of July. So that's going to be good to see Clay Walker, Hodag Virgin. Exactly. Even though he's been consistently cranking out those hits since 1993. Yep. Russell Dickerson coming up, too. Another guy that's going to wear a plate. Yep. Of course, uh, Yeah, he's been around since 2011. Uh, hasn't Didn't do a whole lot until 2017, actually, when he just busted out with songs like yours and Blue Tacoma. Uh, every little thing, love you like I used to, and home sweet. Those are the big uh, one, two, three, five songs of his. Right, yours is number one. It was his biggest one. Mm-hmm. He did have a couple of tunes, according to uh, media sources, uh, internet sources, called "That's My Girl" and "Green Light," and those songs never never went anywhere. But I don't know. Maybe he'll play them. Maybe he'll. He's got to fill out the set. I mean, he's, sing them tonight or he's on toured, Saturday night. True, he's toured with um, with Thomas Rhett, with David Nail. With Billy Currington and uh, quite a stable of songs. He's got several platinum records. Mm-hmm. So, this is a guy for being around, you know, not all that long. No. Uh, and it, it just seems, and I don't know, and I ask a lot of the older guys these, when, during our interviews that we're going to be doing, we're, hopefully, we're setting them up. I'm still waiting to hear from people for the uh, uh, interviews for the festival. But it's easier to get a gold record or a platinum record because of all of the places you can have access to that music. Right. It's not just the radio anymore. And you can talk to the old timers and they say, they're saying that all this digital stuff is diluting what, uh, uh the recognition used to be in, in the old days. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, uh, you had to earn your, your gold records back then. Right. And people you know, had to billboard fork, was the Bible, baby. People had to fork over money to buy an album That's right. yeah, or, a, or an eight track or cassette. <laughs> now it's, you know, a dollar, a download. And yeah. there you go. But Russell Dickerson, uh, is six feet four, by the way. Another tall guy. So he'll be he'll be stooping over during the uh, interview down in the basement mm-hmm. for the video wall that uh, we. At do. least it won't. He won't hit his head on the uh, ceiling where they've got a, a little 
electrical box that hangs down about an inch and a half. Because I know um, uh, Tracy Atkins knocked his head on there, and so did Charles Kelly from. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> uh, tall guys. Yeah, huh? gotta watch out. He's a Belmont University grad. That's a big university in uh, Nashville where they teach people songwriting and composition and uh, vocal stuff. And that's where he met his wife, by the way. Oh, Kaylee. They were both in that same same sort of uh, class situation at uh, Belmont University. So Russell Dickerson, we'll be seeing him later in the uh, summer. He's currently uh, touring with Tim McGraw, I guess, for a yep. while. That'll wrap up in early June, and then he'll be heading off to the Hodag on the 9th of July. And the headliner this year. Another uh, newbie. Yeah, but uh, boy, you know, some big songs from him, obviously, including one huge one. Yeah. Sam Hunt. Yep. I mean, he owned, actually redefined the term crossover with the size of Body Like a Background. Yep. If you, uh, oh yeah, we're not going to, you know, go through these numbers too much, but oh, if no. you go look online, it was everywhere mm-hmm. and uh, did really, really well for him. Critics didn't like it much, though. Some critics were not very happy with it, but obviously everybody else liked it. Yep. <laughs> he is from Georgia. Again. Uh, he played football in high school and college. Actually uh, had a tryout with the Chiefs. That's right. Back in uh, like 20, 2007, something like that, and uh, didn't work out for him, so he figured, okay, I'll do the country music thing. And is much to his parents' chagrin, I might add. Uh, why, why is that? Well, there's... You know, when you, you were looking at the possibility, and he was a very good football player, mm. and you're at that pro level, and all of a sudden I'm seeing, or your parents are probably seeing, you know, stardom and blah, 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 and all of a sudden he's going to go and start from ground zero yeah. and go into music. But look probably, what he's done with it. Probably the same thing as as, as Brett Westgrove for <laughs> oh, <laughs> getting, yeah. getting his rocket science uh, yep. a degree and then deciding just go, to go to Nashville and start exactly. playing country music. Well, but, the thing is, too, is that he went in not as a performer, but but as a writer. Yep, and uh, songs like Kenny Chesney's uh, "Come Over." Mm-hmm. He wrote. He wrote um, "Cop Car" for Keith Urban. "We Are Tonight," one of my favorite songs by Billy Currington. And so he's got some some really big songwriting chops. He uh, wrote songs for Reba McIntyre. So he's got quite a name in that circle before he even picked up a microphone. And uh, according to Taste of Country, in interview with uh, Sam Hunt, he said he basically wanted to be different than other other people. Uh, he wants to have his own musical style. And uh, obviously some people think, yeah, is it country? You know? Mm. And uh, well, yeah, it's apparently. It's new stuff. Yeah. Um, Body Like a Back Road, like we mentioned, was the biggest hit. Leave the Night On, Take Your Time, House Party, Break Up in a Small Town, Make You Miss Me, a tune called Kin Folks. Ah, uh, yes. Hard to Forget. Uh, breaking up was easy in the '90s, and now 23, mm-hmm. which to me is more of a more of a return to a traditionally kind of poppy country. Well, there's it's a not, story with that too, because it, it was originally started as 22. Well, and yeah, I guess two is not the greatest thing to rhyme with. Uh-huh. So I guess I don't know if it, you know three. <laughs> he, he had to wait a year and, <laughs> <laughs> and then make it 23. Okay, exactly, well that but, makes I guess makes sense. Uh, apparently, working on some new material, which is. Where 23 will be going on right. uh, the upcoming album. He's only got two albums out. Uh, so we'll see. Maybe we'll hear some uh, some newer music from him by then in July. He's also got an economics degree, so I'm sure he's taking care of his money. And speaking of money, I don't want to dwell in the negative part of stuff, but it's part of his life now. Oh, oh this is true. Yeah, his wife, uh, Hannah Lee Fowler, yep. filing for divorce, uh, apparently citing adultery. He mm-hmm. was cheating on her. That's what she says. 
Um, she is pregnant, and they're going to have their first baby any month now, May most likely. But uh, yeah, she'll she'll be looking for child support, alimony, and whole nut. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see how that all kind of pans out, and that's a little bit of a, a black eye for Sam Hunt, obviously. There was a, a little bit of a respite in there, too, and his fans uh, in one of the trade magazines uh, thought that things were reconciled because she suddenly pulled back yeah. on this uh, this filing, but then it was realized that they just filed in the wrong county yep. and refiled it. Oops. So Yeah, a lot. Well, you know, it, it, and it, it, it depended on the media source, too. Many of them were, were just reporting the facts and saying, yeah, she, she's pulled that pa- paperwork. Others were going, well, looks like they're all back together mm-hmm. again and happy. And it's like, and three days later, she <laughs> refiles it again. So anyway, Sam Hunt, looking forward to see him, though, seeing oh, yeah. him and hearing him. That'll be a big, uh, big draw, obviously, for the Hodak Country Fest. Big crowd expected Saturday night, July 9th. And we still have Sunday to talk about. So we'll be going over that uh, in the next week or two. Meanwhile, the uh, Hodag Country Band Pickoff is Sunday. Can't wait. And uh, if you're listening to this uh, podcast when it came out, it'll be in just a few days on Sunday. If you're listening after that, well, it was fun. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was a great time. True. Uh, Six bands this year. That's a... I don't know. We haven't had six bands in a long time. It's been a long time, and it's it's, it's a couple of names we've heard before. Uh, They've been kind of... of, uh, reshuffled if you will yeah but it's it's good to see them back uh they've got the experience there we've got uh again newbies here um you and i in fact on our facebook page we uh, did it very scientifically and drew the names so it's all fair everybody you know has a shot yep. at, at getting the first spot or the last spot or wherever mm-hmm. and of course a new venue this year playing out at the pines event center here in town in fact it's just a golf ball hit away from the studio here a tremendous venue Used to be an old church. It was interesting. Yeah, yeah it was. Really good, yep. uh, good job putting that together. Mm-hmm. But we'll be there. Uh, tickets are on sale yet at the Northwoods Marketplace. Seven bucks in advance, $10 at the door. And we mentioned, and we teased the order. Want to go through that? Sure. Now, this first guy has been here at the pickoff a couple of times, I think. At least once. I remember once a couple of years ago, yeah. Yeah, his name is Jumbo Jimbo, Jimmy. Yep, Jimmy Poopart from Lacta Flambo. Yep, he might bring a band this time too. That's he what I heard. Not, might not just go solo. Uh, the second uh, band to get up there and perform will be Cy Hawk, I believe his last name is pronounced. And the Influence. Uh, that's a band, obviously. Have they been here before? I don't no. know. Okay, no. they're from Rhinelander. Uh, coming up after that, the Comstock Load Band from Manaqua. I was reading online. Is they have a website and. He, this person, Greg uh, Wright, has been involved in music for a long time. He's from the Chicago area, right. moved up to, to Manaqua a number of years ago. And I don't think they've been at the pickoff yet, so that'll be Recognize good to see. the name. Uh, next, then, is Rebel Jane. It's uh, Jenna Hufford from Conover, a person whose tune I featured on the One to Watch yep, uh, on, on the air on WHDG recently. Faded. Yep, and she, she's got a band, a full band that she'll be bringing with her. So that'll be good to see in here. Uh, refuse to rust. They've they, been here. Yeah, they've been here a few times from Saner, and then wrapping things up. Still reckless from out of the Rhinelander area, mm-hmm. and uh, they were raised reckless, right? Right. And then they had. And they some, played. They won this. Uh, yeah. So it's uh, it's interesting to see what's going. We haven't seen them in quite a while, so it'll be interesting to see what uh, what goes on there. All right. Well, by the time we speak to you next, uh, we will be. Well, I don't know. I don't think we'll have the results by the. 
time we actually talk to you next time on this podcast, but you'll have to listen and find out one exactly. way or the other. The excitement is there. Depending on when we do the podcast. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. That's going to wrap up our countdown to the Hodag podcast for this time around. If you missed the first couple of uh, podcasts, be sure and listen to those. We just went through uh, previous uh, stuff about the Hodag Country Festival from Thursday and Friday of the upcoming fest. And uh, we'll be on every week uh, on Wednesdays. We put the next episode up, so be sure and uh, tune in. If you got some feedback, any questions, comments, uh, head to our website, whdg.com, and enter those up. And we'll be uh, talking about those. If you have any uh, topics you want us to cover as far as uh, the Hodag itself, be sure and uh, let us know, too. And we'll, exactly. And we'll check in with you next time on the Countdown to the Hodag podcast. This has been the Countdown to the Hodag podcast. Got a comment or question? Head to whdg.com and click on the podcast banner. And as always, thanks for listening. <laughs>